This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show of Rens. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Expedition and What's a Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 236, Battle for the Cup of Gold. We're talking about the Gold Cup, right? Sure. I mean, well, if, well, if I said Cup of Silver, the, the whole title thing doesn't make any sense anymore, so I had to stretch this one out a little bit. Fair enough. I mean... Yeah, who wants silver? We do. I mean, silverware. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a corny joke. I shouldn't make those anymore. <laughs> um, so, two big ones to talk about. Let's talk about MLS play first, because that one happened first. Mm. Uh, I, almost, was, I almost forgot about this game. I know, right? <laughs> right? So, it's kind of easy to forget about this game. <laughs> uh, except for the fact that I got this right. So that's yeah. why I forget about it. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Red Bulls hosted Orlando City on Saturday night. Uh, the first use of the virtual assistant referee. I, that is what VAR stands for, right? Not crazy. Sure. Or video assistant replay. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Red Bull Arena in MLS play because the Red Bulls, too, had that honor of having VAR for the first time anywhere in professional play. Um. 3-1 win over Orlando, and I finally get a score right. Only took two-thirds of the season, but I'm there. I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting my comeback. You're clawing and scratching your way out of the hole. Hey, it has to happen at some point. Um, and one of the big things, I don't I haven't looked to see if it got rescinded, but Kaká's red card, I don't even know where to start with that. We'll, right. We'll come back to that. We will, don't worry. Um, so we will start with what we always start with, uh, dislike. So, Truman, what did you dislike about this one? So speaking of the red card, <laughs> I just want to get right into it. Uh, not the card in and of itself, but here's here was my problem with the whole situation. Uh, I started watching this game at about 3.30 in the morning. Because around 3 o'clock is when I got home from New York City from Progress Pro Wrestling. And I was like, I, I can't wait until tomorrow to watch this. I'm like, I have to watch this now. Maybe I can just get the first half in and I'll watch the other half tomorrow. And then, of course, you're halfway into the game. And I'm like, well, now I got to stick it out, right? Power fast forward. I don't have to sit through the 15-minute halftime, blah, blah, blah. So my problem with all the cards at the end is at this point, it's like five in the morning as I'm laying in my bed with covers up almost my face, fighting to stay awake. And I'm just like, end this fucking game. I don't care who gets guarded anymore. Just end it. I need to know how it ends. I want to know if a fourth goal happens. I mean, good God, that was what a clusterfuck that was. That was unbelievable. I mean, it was so much fouling and falling and shoving and cards going to every player on the team. 
cards that weren't even deserved, like Kaka's card was was <laughs> so dumb. I know, letter of the law, right? But yeah. So stupid. Yeah. And I just can't believe I had to sit through all that fighting to stay awake for really honestly and and to mean absolutely nothing in the game. I mean, I I mean, I saw Kaka's hand. And I'm like, that should be a red card. Immediately, and I'm like when when um. um Shep started talking about Pliff, and like, I can see that, but again, letter of law kind of stuff, so it doesn't surprise me it happened, especially since they went to the video review, um, which I think, by the way, they wouldn't have gone to that if the line, if the AR hadn't said something, because it looked like, um, what's, I don't know the guy's name, but it looked like he was ready to hand out the, the yellow cards for that little, I don't know what you want to call it, buffle, I guess. Right, sure. <laughs> Who and Andy Kitty Wampus? Another good word for it. Handbags at ten paces. Um, <laughs> it looked like he was ready to hand the cards out, and the, it looked like his assistant's like, "Hey, by the way, something else happened." And you, I can't read lists, but I'm, I'm assuming he was talking about the red card incident, and that's why they went to the replay. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I mean, I get it. Letter of the law. I understand Shep saying that person has to take into account what's going on. But when you have two teams towards the end of a match and things are getting heated and you have one player, joking or not, put his hands from, from behind, put his hands around the neck of another player, it's kind of like, what the hell's going on here? Right. I will say this, though. The hand to the throat of question deserved the red card more than that, though. Sure. Oh, yeah. And I know that that was the, I can't remember that one was guy name trying to break up a fight, but that one is clear. Like he didn't have he was in front of question. Like it's obvious he could have put his hand down farther into the chest and at least been like, "Hey, stay back." But no, he put it up. Like intense or not, that one I think is more to the letter than a lot than Kakazes. So yeah, anyway. just a little, little bit of silliness. That's for sure. Uh, my dislike is going to be the defense because, again, stupid mistakes lead to goals and thankfully didn't cause us in this one, but come on. At some point, you, the defense has to learn not to make stupid mistakes anymore. Right. And, I mean, they could have easily made two there. Uh, True. You I know, mean, given it too quickly. Robles covered a bunch of mistakes. So. Right. Well, Robles being Robles, right? I mean, that's how many times has he bailed our ass out at this point? Yeah. I mean, multiple and, times. And you can't ask to him to keep going and going and going. It doesn't work that way. Right. So. All right. Likes. What did you like the most about this one? Well, aside from a win, I would just like to welcome back to the team. Now that Royer is, you know, he missed this game. He is out. Uh, the third greatest goal scorer in team history. Own goal. He's back, baby. He's back. He's putting up the numbers. He came in clutch to equalize the game. I mean, he knew exactly when to score. He knew when this team needed him in front of the South Ward, got the crowd fired up, equalized, momentum all shifted to the Red Bulls after that. I don't think I have to say anything else, right? I don't say anything else. Holy shit, he own goal is tied for third. I didn't even realize that. Yep. I thought we gotten past this. No, yeah, well, I mean Royer clearly is, you know, surpassed him. 
but own goal is storming back. So, Royer and Wright Phillips together have scored 29 goals in all competitions. Wow. The rest of the team... Inc- I'm going to exclude own goal because that's just not right to use in this calculation that I'm going to do on the fly here. All right, so the rest of the team is 12 together in all competitions. Mm-hmm. So even if you put own goal in with his three, <laughs> you have two guys outscoring the rest of the roster. Yeah, he's an animal. Man. Just what the hell is going on with the offense? It's so lopsided. No, well, again, he knew that Royer was out. He knew he needed to step up. So he did exactly what he had to do. Yeah. Thank you, own goal. <laughs> um, all right, so the other big win. Wait, you don't want to talk about your like? Oh, yeah, I should probably talk about like. That, yeah. It works, yeah. And then we have well, tweets. The host tweets. There's a lot of things going on. Do we have tweets for Orlando? Because I don't remember. Yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. for sure. I, I was so focused on the other the other stuff. So, um, my like is that this team was down a goal and came back to win. I know it was only one goal down, but it's still something. Because we haven't seen that a lot in the Red Bulls this year, being down a goal and then winning. I think maybe only against, uh, I want to say only the Atlanta match in the year was the only time he did it. I feel like that's wrong. Probably. Who wants to look back, though? Not me. And that's that's a lot of work for you to do on the fly. I'm not doing that. Come on. Right. Exactly right. All right. So you want to read off the tweets for uh, Orlando City? Sure. Okay. Let me scroll back here. We got a whole bunch. Uh, we were talking about tempers flaring during the game. And um, at T-H-M-F-D-R-E said, I don't think it was marked by tempers. Tempers were flared in life off the pitch. We needed to feel that from the players, and we got it. Uh, there was actually – I'm. I'm going to find this other tweet um, from Chico FFS. I think it's kind of the same situation here. However, unintentional, the Red Bulls pride night was a nice juxtaposition of what happened in Virginia. Soccer is and should be for everyone. Uh, he said something else, but I'll just touch on that really quick, is that we're not getting political on this show, obviously. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good road to go down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you want to talk about tempers flaring, that's... A, a minor description of what was going on on Saturday, and it was to at least for fans who watched the game or went to the game had something positive in their life, and that was to come together on Pride Night and watch the Red Bulls win and have fireworks. So you did get something that was really awesome to come out of Saturday night for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chico also said, "Not the best game, but a win is a win." Happy to see them back, bounce back from a rough half or a rough first half. The game was kind of a microcosm of the season. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it's pretty much exactly what they did. Um, they got that equalizer from own goal in the first half. But, yeah, and then they they really kind of took over the second half, which was nice to see. Uh, let me see if we have anything else in this game. I don't believe we do. We do not. So now we can um, move on to the game. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the other game is the one that Pat would have loved to be here to, to bash on. Is the Red Bulls going to FC Cincinnati in the semifinal of the 2017 U.S. Open Cup? Going down 2 nothing, two, goal com- uh, two goals in a four-minute span to force extra time and then scoring in the first half of extra time to win 
3-2 on the road. And that means they will go to Sporting Kansas City on, I think it's the 20th of September. Yep. I did, I did that from memory, so, um, to face Kansas City in the finals. And I said on Twitter, and I'm saying it again, you all need to thank me because the Red Bulls were down 2 nothing in the 72nd <laughs> minute when I finally turned on the game, and then they won. So I am going to take all the credit for this one. So what's really funny about this, too, before we actually talk about the game of likes and dislikes again, is that uh, you <laughs> you messaged me and you said, is the game worth watching? And I said... Okay, so I got to the table for this. So <laughs> I, I work, the bakery, was had a run on that night. Um, people had to start getting ready for the uh, for the eclipse. So that's why uh, mm-hmm. the bakery is working along this week. And so I was trying to find out if I could watch... What I did was I opened up the link for the game, and because it doesn't load right away, I did the, the whole put my hand in front of the screen to cover the game part and see if I can move the slider at the bottom. Right, right, right. Except that wouldn't let me go back to the beginning of the game for some reason. Like I had because to they suck. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I gotta close this window now, and I immediately tweeted the Red Bulls to ask if there was a video on demand. Never got an answer from them, by the way. Uh, U.S. Soccer, same thing. Feuerstein tried to tell me that there might be something on the U.S. US soccer site, except when I went there, there was nothing, no on-demand of the Kansas City game, which told me they're not going to do anything. Uh, funny enough, he messaged me, I think it was late last night or this morning, mm-hmm. to, help, to, to give me a link to YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Like, that's great. I've, if only I knew there was going to be a YouTube channel, I wouldn't have tuned in when I did. But yeah. I guess it worked out because they won. So, yeah, and the other thing too is, uh, and that's right. And I had asked you, that's the part you were saying is I had asked yeah. you, is it worth tuning in now or watching on demand? And you said no. Why you said was no. So, <laughs> do you mean one, the other, or both? And he goes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, okay. I know where this game is right now. Well, what's funny too is that, um, I was, I was really trying to watch it on my laptop and, uh, my laptop kind of sucks when it comes to streaming, so it's freezing a lot. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to run it on my phone because I know my phone's going to be nice and clear. And then at that point, I'm like, that's when they started making the comeback. And I'm like, I don't want to keep jumping off of here because then I have to refresh it, and it's a whole fucking thing. So I had to kind of go silent on Twitter, which sucks when they're coming back, and I can't say anything on Twitter, you know, because I'm like, oh, I just, I just got to ride this game out. So that's why there was, you know, after that, I was really wasn't even replying at that point. In fairness, I had my laptop open. I wasn't even bothering Twitter on my phone because I knew that streams were going to be like a few seconds behind. So, But that kind of leads us into all of the Twitter stuff that came into us. Uh, so two tweets. We're gonna, oh, we're going to talk Twitter now? We're going to do our stuff. We'll do tweets first? I'm fine with that. Your tweets first because that will kind of give us the talking points. Anyway. Okay, sure. So two tweets from before the comeback. So I... Let's see. So this first one was 8.58 p.m., so I'm assuming this is after the first half ends. Uh, from at Scott6, looking forward to the Red Bull rant declaring tonight the worst night in club history after eight weeks of saying Open Cup doesn't matter. That's Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold everything. Hold everything. That, you, and I, you and I are on board the Open Cup train. Yes. <laughs> that is and, not. And what have I said? What I've said it multiple times this year, right? Two ways to get in the Champions League. 
two ways. This is one of them. So this year, yeah, it's kind of important. It's actually the easier way, <laughs> if you think about it. Right. Because you don't have to qualify for playoffs and then go through all MLS teams. Right, and th- I don't know if you said but that's from Scott Six, who's a, a longtime listener of ours. And, and we, Scott, yeah. it's not us, buddy. It's not us. The best part's going to be uh, – oh, no, that was his only one. He didn't have a response after the game. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Jason Love, and this was at 1046, so I'm not – the second goes after ten forty six. No, that uh, the game is over at that point. But, but here's the thing: I don't. When I read the tweet, because on Tweet Deck it didn't have the exact timestamp, so I didn't know what it was saying. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'll read it. There's almost another in the long line of quote playoff disasters. Almost, almost fifteen minutes away. I know because yeah. that because the FC Kansas City guys kept saying that every like two minutes. <laughs> All right, so uh, tweets from after the game. So that's tonight and today, or sorry, last night and today. Uh, at it's Tokino M or at uh, Tonino. 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 Okay. A uh, couple thoughts. First, Bradley Wright Phillips is fucking awesome, which I think we all agree to at this point. Hey, absolutely. The defense gave me great hair tonight and still needs help. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's been the defense all year. Yep. Uh, so Michael Santos, uh, at Michael Santos says, and I know this is something you're going to want to talk about. Yep. Free Derek Etienne Jr. from the bench and start the dude. Well, we're going to touch on that. So we're not, we're not ignoring you. Not ignoring you. Right. Uh, friend of the show, Rich Ransom says, somewhere – Pat is upset. He still has to talk about the Open Cup on Red Bull Rant this week. He lucked out of that one, didn't he? Except he wanted to be on the show tonight. He, yeah. is, he was like, I wanted to be on the show. I'm pretty sure he wants to rail on this on this final. So Yeah. He's uh, actually on vacation right now, so we're we're not going to bother him while he's on vacation. Yeah. Uh, at Chico FFS says, you don't have – and this kind of um, echoes his sentiment from the Orlando game, actually. You don't have to be the best team, just find ways to win. Best part is the Smurfs are having a meltdown on Reddit over it. Oh, Chico, can you please send us that link? So I, I went looking after I saw this, mm-hmm. and there was an image. I'll have to go find it. But there was images of, I think, so there's, uh, for those who don't know what Reddit is, it's basically a site that has. They know what so, Reddit is. Come on. I, Come on. I'm, Come on. So the MLS subreddit. There we go. Has game threads for every single game. And, of course, had one for the Open Cup. And there were a few, because there were a bunch, as in the post-game thread I was reading, there was a bunch of fans from New York City that weren't being jerks. So I'm, I'm going to make this clear. It's only a few people were being super dickish and trollish and, and that kind of stuff when it came to the game thread. That, that's what that was about. It might be worth a laugh, but... <laughs> All right, so this is Pat responding to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I figure we have to read it. Right, this is what he gets to say on the show this week. <laughs> so he said to Scott, yeah, get it right. Oh, yeah, no, no, actually, i got to set it up now. So I responded to Scott using the R Show's account saying, you might hear from Pat. Pat said, yeah, get it right, only I'm going to bitch about this run statistically likely costing us an MLS Cup. Which I think Pat's completely insane uh, on that. It's, it's, I mean, come on, it's one game. 
It, now we're just down to one game. Uh, Jcat Knees said, why do you hate, and he's from New England, by the way, remember this, why do you hate Cinderella and Cincinnati Chili? Well, first of all, has Cinderella ever really written a good song? I mean, they're not, re- it's 2017, that band's not relevant anymore. <laughs> that was not even what I was thinking of. I thought you were making a Disney joke. <laughs> And I didn't even know Cincinnati Chili was a thing, honestly. No, I, I don't go to... I've never been to Cincinnati. I have no intention of going to Cincinnati. I mean, props to all our fans who made that trip, because that trip is very silly uh, to go there. But, yeah, not happening. So, according to Wikipedia, it is a Mediterranean spiced meat sauce used as a topping for spaghetti or hot dogs. What the fuck is that doing on spaghetti? I don't know. You know what I call that? I call it bolognese sauce. There you go. Because it's Italian. Anyway. Uh, the last one we have is from uh, Robbie Baseball at J. Kerbianist. Kerbianist. Uh, I think this team will be special. This is an... Well, okay, hold on. Sorry. Make sure I can read this correctly. Well, just read it, just read it the way it should be read. Okay. I think this team will be special. This is and win the Open Cup. That win was the defining moment for this club. Uh, okay, we'll, I think we'll, uh, we'll get we'll get to that too. We'll get to what the point he's trying to make for sure. Yeah, because yeah. again, we we still need to talk about this. Yes. So that was the last tweet we have specifically about uh, the Open Cup match. So thoughts on it? Uh, I'm loving this because it's a chance for trophy, and as we've mentioned, it's a chance into Champions League. I think I might even go out to Kansas City for it. Wow. Yeah. That's why I asked when if you knew if ESC had plans already. Yeah, I mean tickets aren't cheap. Uh people are saying tickets are uh way under three hundred in New York. Uh Philly, they're um I think they're about two twenty five when I was looking if are you're flying out of Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about, I think out of Philly and I was looking for business class, I think it got like five eighty round trip. Why? Why you got to fly business class? I figure. I figure. I've been working very long hours at the bakery. I deserve to treat myself. <laughs> yeah, fancy. Is that the problem? <laughs> hey, what? Hold I'm on. I'm not even going first class. I'm going business. I'm not. What? I'm not going full treat myself mode here. Okay. Why don't we go full Seinfeld and you get first class and I'll be stuck in uh, coach and we'll have that whole Jerry Elaine thing where I'm like losing my mind in coach and you're getting the fancy life up there in first class. I like that idea. Yeah, and my my luggage will get lost somewhere in Missouri. Somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am on board. It's, it's only one more game. Granted, that game's going to be in the middle of another three-game, seven-day stretch, so that kind of sucks. But um, at that point, the Red Bulls will be like four or five games away from the end of the season. So they can... Aff- this is going to sound bad. Depending on where they are in the standings, they could probably afford to take one game off to uh, to go for the cup. Right. Uh, they're going to take a game off tomorrow night, which we'll also get to. Oh, that's just there's so much to talk about tonight. I we only, we're, we got to get. We actually got to talk. Can we talk about this game? Can we actually talk about this game? Are we doing likes and dislikes? We can. Okay. Because I mean, I think that's the easiest way to do this. All right. Go ahead. Uh, my, my dislike is the first 74 minutes of this game. 
plain and simple. Uh, they did not look inspired. They weren't moving quickly. Uh, the second goal, why, why wasn't anyone covering the back post? That drives me absolutely crazy. They, they looked like they were just there. And it, it wasn't, I mean, I think that field was kind of crappy too. It was, it was a very fast field because it's clearly turf or something. Um, fast yes. field. Yeah. You know, the ball is moving really quick. I don't know. They, it didn't seem like they thought that they could just run over them, but it just, it didn't seem like they cared. I mean, I know they did. I know they wanted to win, but it was just that. And I, I don't know what it was. I don't know was what was going on there. That were they just waiting for the team to tire themselves out? Don't know. Jigo, there's my dislike for this game. So I had started watching the Red Bulls Insider for, or the All Access. I got like halfway through it before we started recording. It's at, at the very beginning. Questions addressing the team the day before, so Monday, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how the, they just had an event. So there was plywood on the field before they got there. They put up a new scoreboard, so there was they were going to, that was going to affect how light hit the grass or the, the turf. Like they had a rake and do all this stuff. So, like the day before the game was completely different than the day of, in terms of how that field probably played. And the the football lines for I guess Cincinnati's practices or whatever uh, was there. And they took all those away, so it was just the soccer lines. So, I will say though, that looked like a big field. It it looked very big. I mean, very, I know that I know they played football there, but I am surprised that they that they actually drew the lines that big. Yeah, no, I am too. I, I thought the same thing. I don't know if it was an optical illusion from how you we were watching it. I mean, yeah, it could have been a camera but, angle thing, right? But it, it, I totally agree. It looked like there was more open room. Uh. Which when you were looking at players coming down the wing, right? When the players were coming down the wing, I'm like, look at all the space this guy's got. But I mean, the Red Bulls like to play a little more centrally, so I imagine that hurt them defensively in the beginning, anyway. Right. It seemed to work out in their favor once they got the first goal in, because then all of a sudden, Cincinnati wasn't bunkering as much, and then just opened things up for them on the offensive end. Yeah. So, uh. My dislike's going to be that they were, and, and I say this, and having not watched it, that they were down to nothing to a USL side. <laughs> yeah, plain, plain and simple, right? Yeah, they were. They were down to nothing to a USL side. I mean, honestly, that that should have never happened. Especially a USL side that I think is like middle table, middle of the table right now. Right, exactly right. Like they put all their eggs in the Open Cup basket this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so likes or like, I should say, I guess. Uh, the, the bringing on of Derek Etienne. Because what happened a minute later. Now, he is not getting credit for the assist, but he clearly put that ball into the space for uh, for him to get a touch on the ball. Ball deflects back to him, and he buries it. And and that was it. That was the start of the turnaround, was him coming onto the field. He's been coming on in these positions and setting up goals. He's, I think really starting to find a little bit of form in that short amount of time he's been playing. Uh, he's clearly been taking advantage of it. I thought he looked really good in this game as well when he came in because he had to play all of uh, extra time too. So I, I, I just got to give huge props to him coming in. 
it was it was the change they needed. They brought in Verone for speed, and then they bring him in, and then everything absolutely turned it around. Also, Verone not only with the goal, um, but again, Verone helped get get that one ball to uh, BWP. You know when he scored, and uh, it, I don't know. It was all over from there. It really was. And how about on the first goal? Uh, I think Etienne didn't get the assist because I think it was saved. Like it was a rebound, is what? Right, right. there was a there was a deflection off a Cincinnati defender. Yeah, which which put the ball to Verone back to his feet. And credit to Verone for not missing that because you know having a pretty open chance like that. Even if, I know the goalie was there, but having a pretty open chance like that, like that's not an easy thing to do. Right. As we know, as we've seen yeah. <laughs> many misses in the past. Uh, my life's going to be a little different. It's going to be how, even though there was uh, kerfuffles, scuffles, whatever you want to call them again. And this this time I understand it because it's an open, it's the USL side. This was like their thing to, to win and they got, they're, they're trying to do whatever they can to scrape by. So I understand why things got a little heat at the end. But after the game's over, and the Red Bulls went over and, and thanked their fans, and I'm, I'm going to talk about the, uh, the act first and then the reaction to it, that the team went over to the Bailey and gave the Cincinnati supporters a round of applause, I think, is a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Because they, they deserved it. Yeah. I mean, those fans never stopped. As soon as... As soon as the game was over, I think I heard an FCC chant. Like, though, you could tell those fans aren't there just because. Like, they actually care, right? I mean, I mean, how many of them were de- decked out in FCC stuff? Uh, almost all of them. They weren't just some random fans showing up. Like, they they had the gear. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, uh, I think it was a very nice move for the Rebels to go over and. Uh, support the supporters, for lack of a better way of saying it. Um, unfortunately, some people took that to mean that they were being condescending, which I said to say, get the fuck out of here. Come on. <laughs> Idiots. It, it, some people on Reddit. No, those people are morons. Clearly oh, morons. I don't, I don't care what the what team they like. They're idiots. I mean, come on. Like, just... No, no team would do that to be condescending towards uh, the opposing fans. No, nobody. No one would do that. The professionals. It's stupid. Yeah. So, I, I like the act. I hate the, the response by some people. It's just like, no, come on. Yep, dumb. Can't I get it. Uh, right. Uh, and, and before we move on, uh, I do want to say that this was one of the I mean, this is probably one of the best uh, Open Cup games of all time. I, 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 can't, I can't look back at the history because how often do we watch Open Cup games? But I think when you I look at the atmosphere, right, when you look at the atmosphere, when you see the home teams up to nothing, you see the comeback, it goes to extra time. And so when it wins it at extra time, they didn't have to go to penalty kicks, which is wonderful. Thank God for that. No one wants to see PKs again. Uh and it's definitely one. Of, it's one of the the top games in Red Bull history for sure. You know, it was just it was just one of those great games. And Kansas City is certainly not going to be an easy place to play, but 
they, I don't know. They they have they haven't shown fear on the road recently, which is nice. And especially in these open cup matches, they don't seem to care where they're playing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I, I've only been a fan since 20, late 2010, 2011. I think this is easily a top five game for me. Maybe even to like top three. Like, I know that might, might sound blasphemous considering we have two Supporter Shield victories, but right. if we talk about a single game, I think this is this has to be, at least for me, up in the top five yeah. of, of what I've been around for anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's side note, real quick. Oh, those those Cincinnati announcers. Did the Red Bulls even score three goals? Because you couldn't tell. You could not tell the way with the the, the way these guys were calling a game. Oh, I mean, Bradley Phillips uh, puts it back in there. Oh, they scored three goals in a row. I mean, they're they're hometown announcers. It's not like. But that was brutal, and. Um, we were talking about it on Facebook and someone made the point of, you know, when it, when it's Shep and it's Cangelosi, they're not downplaying the opponent's goal. They, they don't do that. Like, you know, when the opponent scores, because they're clearly making a point of it because they are professionals. They are not homers. They are professionals. Yeah. They, they spice it up when the Red Bull score as, as any home team announcer should, but I, ugh, bad, 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 bad Cincinnati. Get your shit together. It's not all about you, buddy. I mean, come on. It's USL. Still, no excuses. Be a, be a professional. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, so quick update to the prediction standings. Trim oh, yeah. Still, you're still in first with 15. Pat's still in second with 12. But I have now gained two points on both of you guys, and I have nine points. Storming. Storming up the standings. Hey, I just cut your lead over me by twenty five percent. And what I, a rally! And I am one game away from taking over second. But is rallying it up. Yep. All right. Uh, so there is a game for the Red Bulls to be played. Uh, unfortunately, it's a very short turnaround. Uh, Friday night, ten p.m. Eastern time on Fox Sports One. The Red Bulls will be in Portland taking on the Timbers. Where they have not lost, by the way. Yeah, very weird. And of course, MLS Soccer had to point that out, which means that they're going to lose. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, hooray. Um, but the Red Bulls do come in on some good form. They are in their last five, four wins and a loss. Portland, two wins, two losses, and a draw. So, at least there is that. Yeah, and uh, since we're getting towards the end of the season, I probably should start talking about playoff spots. So, I guess. Bulls, I mean, it's August, but sure. I mean, there's what like nine games left. Eight. Like that. Anyway, uh, Red Bulls. Let me see. So, nineteen. Wait, we played thirty-six games. Thirty-four. I forget the number. Anyway. Uh, Red Bulls currently sit fourth in the East, 38 points. They sit three behind the Fire, who have 41. Uh, five points behind New York City at 43, and um, nine behind Toronto, who is leading the Supporters' Shield. Uh, if the Red Bulls, by the way, were to be in the Western Conference right now, they would be first place over one point by one point over uh, Houston. <laughs> Take that, Western Conference. Who's the man now? Is it, isn't it weird? Because at the beginning of the year, didn't it seem like the West was the more powerful conference? 
Well, the West, I mean, has historically been good. And yeah, beginning of the year, too, because Dallas, again, was... Uh, or is this like a, the West is beating up on themselves too much thing? No, I don't know. I, I think Chicago has clearly uh, <laughs> turned it around this year with, a, you know, just a couple of additions they made, and TFC is playing really well again. I mean, Chicago's 10-0-1 at home, so... Yeah. Um, so, the Red Bulls, in terms of leaving a playoff spot, have five points over seventh place Montreal, so they will not begin out of the playoffs at any point in, like, this the next, like, two weeks or so. Um, basically, they don't screw up. They're, they're going to be in at this point. Yeah. Uh, they do have a game in hand, by the way, on all three teams above them. So cool. if they can get that extra win, that means they make up some ground, which is always nice. Um, so predictions for this one, Pat said a two-one loss, which, given the uh, last few, the, the, the last like six days, I think isn't something that would be all that surprising. Mm-hmm. So, uh, predictions for you, Truman. What do you think is going to happen on Friday? Okay, so before I give my prediction, I'm just going to – I posted a poll on Twitter. Uh, I said, what are your honest expectations of tomorrow night in Portland? Some positive people out there. i got to say positive people. Uh, 40, uh, 32 votes so far. 41% said we're, uh, we're rolling, we're going to win. 28% squeak out that draw. 31% games tomorrow, loss. Because if you remember, the game was supposed to be on Sunday, uh, right after SummerSlam, which would have been pretty cool. Uh, but now, now it's uh, Friday night. And then Max, Why is it Friday? I, I don't know. I don't know because Major League Soccer wanted a Friday night game. I guess. I guess. Or that's, I guess Fox. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, right. So fucking stupid. It screwed up a lot of people's uh, travel plans that were going to going to the game. So suck it. But anyway, uh, Max Flint Morgan on Twitter said to us, "I'd like to see Robles." plus 10 other players who haven't played in the past two games, maybe get a point. Uh, I would like to see that too, but I don't think they're going to get a point. I think they're going to lose one nothing, uh, and I will not blame them at all. It will be very hard to be mad. Like you said, like this point pointed out, the Red Bulls have never lost here, so why not now, right? Good time to start losing in Portland. Uh, I can't get mad. It's going to be really hard to bring out any of these guys again, you know, Third time in less than a week. And, of course, you know, traveling all the way to Portland. I, I mean, I don't see any good. Anyway, just a one nothing loss, I'm not going to get mad. A draw would be, I mean, absolutely wonderful. But, unfortunately, I, it's hard. It's hard. These guys are going to be completely gassed after the emotions of Tuesday night. I guess the good thing is that Portland's not doing so hot for us, so... I mean, I, I mean, guess. They, they sit, sit fifth on the, the West, but they're not. They have a, they've given up forty three goals, so that's always good. But they've also yeah. scored forty three. <laughs> <laughs> so given our defensive woes, that's not good. Although it's kind of surprising. Look at the Red Bulls right now; they've only given up thirty goals. Now think about it. it. You know what it is? The goals we've given up have just been really bad. Yeah, those are real trash words in there. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go a little positive. I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw. I think I think Portland has been having some problems recently. I know they – I saw something recently, like two or three of their like, top guys are going to be out. I know we're traveling from Cincy. We traveled from Cincy to Portland, and 
that the Red Bulls haven't been home since basically Monday. But I don't know. I feel like the way they are, they're not going to just steamroll um, Portland because that's that'd be impressive to do in a in this kind of a stretch. But yeah, I mean that is not happening at all. <laughs> if, that, if the actually if the Red Bulls even won two nothing, I think that'd be a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think they're still going to have enough to give them a, a show of it. And if Portland is really struggling, then I see them taking a point off on the road. And that would be a really good result, I think, honestly, at this point. Uh, 100%, I think it'd be a great result. So I'm going to go 1-1 draw. I- I'm fine with it. The, the bright side is Robles didn't play in the Open Cup. Yeah, right. And, I mean, we have a month to talk about it, but it'll be curious to see what happens in the finals. I guess that's going to be on Ram Mara, right? He's deserved I- it. I think so. I mean, if you're going to stick with him to the semis, you might as well do the finals too. Right. All right. So on to the dumping ground. I think yeah. this is all yours this week because yeah. I have nothing. Yeah, this is pretty much me. Uh, I will try to make this brief because we have talked about so much Red Bull stuff right now. But I do have to talk about Sky Blue FC, uh, who got absolutely annihilated in Orlando 5 nothing which pretty much led to the, I like to say it was a sacking of Christy Holly. Uh, I know that it's the old parted ways mutually, blah, 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 but come on. Uh, the team has been giving up goals all over the place. Um, quick math, uh, I don't know, 13 goals in the last three games, something like that. I'm not going to go back and look because, but I mean, they lost that one game, uh, what was it, 5-4? And then they lost four one at home. They just lost five nothing. They're giving up goals aplenty, so that that is not good. Um, they are playing Seattle at home this Saturday. So again, you have an opportunity to go to the game. They are four points out of a playoff spot. They are playing the team that is in fourth place, Seattle. Uh, they're four points out of the spot, which means obviously if they win, they they <laughs> they can't get there. But at least they can get close. Uh, they're going to need all the help they can get. Just saying, if, if you're not doing it that day, the, t- the team needs your help. Get out there. Get out down to Rutgers and uh, root them on. And like you mentioned, Sam Kerr was nominated for Player of the Year 2017. Well-deserved nomination. Should be killing it. Absolutely killing it. So I, it, it's funny, kind of an unknown name if you're not a fan of Sky Blue or women's soccer. But I... Uh, that that's going to change very shortly. She plays for Australia. Like nobody think of her because right. she doesn't play for the U.S. Right. So it's like it's a it's a person that's like not out not on your radar, and wouldn't be until what the next Olympics or World Cup. So um, uh, I think the World Cup is first. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yep. Because it would be uh, 2019. For the World Cup and 2020 yep. for the Olympics. Yeah. So again, people aren't going to know who she is until then. Uh, but yeah, I mean, well, well deserved uh, nomination for Play of the Year. So that's my Sky Blue stuff. Go out and watch the play on Saturday. Uh, lastly, I watched this, I don't even really call it a mini series, it's four episodes on Netflix called Class of 92 Out of Their League. It's a couple years old. I just watched it for the first time. Uh, it's really funny because it's about five former Manchester United players you think I'd hate it automatically. <laughs> but it's about how they go and they purchase a team 
Salford City who play, I don't know, eight divisions down <laughs> from the Premier League. Is it like some like, co- National Conference West or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, now they're playing like, like Premier League North or something. Um, but it's actually, it's it's a cool watch. Again, there's four episodes. They're about an hour long each. Um, this is the kind of series that an American channel would turn into like 22 episodes a season. But England does not like doing that. They like summing things up quickly. Uh, well, check well, it out. Or just not even summing them up at all, just letting it end. Right. It's like, oh, here it is, over. But yeah, go go watch it. It's cool. It's about them buying this lower division team and, you know, renovating a place. Watch it. Watch what the, the quote-unquote stadium <laughs> looks like or park or whatever you want to call it. And then go look at what it looks like now because it's, it's, it's such a crazy difference. Um, I mean, there's people investing money in a club. Fun. It's a fun watch. It really is. It's, it's cool. Part, I mean, these are like part-time players, which is even better. So they are – Salford City, because I'm curious. And you got to love the names when you just start getting down these levels. So there's 11 – according to Wikipedia, there's 11 stages to the professional pyramid in England. They are in number six, which is the National League North. Yeah. And I think they currently sit, sit in like sixth place or something. I mean, again, early season, but check it out. It's it's fun. Uh, it's, it's soccer they, stuff. They finished fourth in 2016-17. That's what it was. Right. Wikipedia hasn't updated for 2017 yet. Which I, I believe is when they actually went up. They won the playoff. They got the promotion from winning a playoff spot. Anyway, I don't want to spoil the show. I'm spoiling the show. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, so that's it. We're done. Oh, wait, no, terrible that's team. That's it. Oh, well, I mean, that's it for dumping the ground. Yes, dumping ground, we're done. It's a terrible team. Two two teams real quick, uh, because they both lost to Montreal 3 nothing in the span of like a week. And that was Philly, who, as we know, is a total uh, dumpster fire of an organization. Uh, they lost to home 3 nothing, And then Chicago, losing 3 nothing. I know it's on the road, but that's uh, that's good for the rest of the Eastern Conference. Maybe uh, get a little ground there against Chicago. Yep. So there you go. There you go. Montreal handing two teams three nothing losses. Yep. There you go. And hey, did it? Uh, hold on. Didn't I believe RSL? Uh, do 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 I'm gonna scroll back really quick because I think they just beat DC United one nothing. Really? I'm gonna look. I, I think so. I mean, I I could be wrong, but I mean, if we if we want to have a quick laugh, hold on, I'm going to go back and find it because if we can laugh at DC again, why not? Why not? Right? Well, of course, they did. Yes, I, I am right. DC United did lose to uh, Real Mike Pecky one nothing in DC, so that's always fun. Man. Pecky really hates DC United. <laughs> Sticking it to him again. Oh, and not only that, uh, that game was rescheduled because a monsoon apparently hit RFK and like destroyed the place. Was the game played but on Saturday? It, it was supposed to be played on Saturday. But it ended up being played on Sunday. Yeah, there were some big rain that came through this area on Saturday. So, 
Makes sense. Yeah, it was it was really crazy. Plus, they, uh, plus it's a swab, so you just add more water, it's just going to yeah, be worse. They played, on Saturday, they played uh, 28 minutes on Saturday. Then <laughs> they came back and played the rest. Uh, nice. All right, so time to wrap this up? Yes, let's let's wrap it up. We've, okay. we've done enough. Uh, you can visit us at onceometro.com slash red hyphen bowl hyphen rant. Patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. Throw a few bucks away. Help us support the show. Red Bull Rant at gmail.com. We unfortunately did not get any emails this week. I did check, by the way. Okay. So there you go. I, I did my job correctly this time. Um, and nobody emailed us while we were recording either. So there you go. Uh, if you wanted to call us, leave a voicemail at 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. On Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Doctor Stooge for myself at PMACDA2 for Pat at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you you'll find us because everybody aggregates from everywhere now. Yep. <laughs> so we don't have to do any of the work <laughs> except for iTunes. Um, last words before we get out of here. Well, thanks, Will Martin's right because uh, Pat's yeah, not here. Pat's we got to thank him. Uh, and uh, surprise me and win. Surprise me. That would be a nice treat going into the weekend. Yeah. That would be very nice. Uh, so for Truman and myself, this has been episode number 236 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.